Coming to you from the yep. Coming to you from the comfort of their very own homes. It's the Stephen and Karen podcast. Yeah, it is. We're back after a bit of a hiatus. Last week, no podcast. We know you all missed us, uh, <laughs> but we are back. We're 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 not going just yet. No, that's it. We're not, it would be very like us to start a podcast like 10 weeks and then give up on it. You know, I was thinking about it earlier today. I was like, does Stephen want to still do this? No, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, nah, I'm still happy to come here and have a chat with you. And I kind of, it's warmed up to me. I'll I be honest. So. When I first started the podcast, I was like, the adrenaline is not the same as live radio. No. There's not the same like fear of... You know, me- my, like messing up and there's yep. not the same fear of trying to get in and get your segments sorted between songs and stuff like that. There's less time pressure, I guess. Yeah, and that means that we can elaborate a little bit more on some of the stories that we tend to come across uh, and run into in our everyday lives, which is basically what our radio show is. And I think that didn't suit me very well because I'm not a very deep thinker. Yeah. Like, I kind of just like getting in the, the surface level, getting out, making a joke, happy days. Yeah. Whereas the podcast, you kind of challenge me a bit more and I didn't love it at the start. But it's definitely grown on me heaps. I enjoy podcasting. And uh, we say this off air, or I've been saying this off air a fair bit, but um, really enjoy it. Um, I mean, it may not be as funny as our content on the radio show. Um, and it may not be as exciting uh, yeah, as Stephen exactly. is kind of alluding to there. But um, it gives us a bit more depth. Uh, and it gives us a bit more time to kind of muck around and have a bit of fun. And yeah, just that's laugh it. And you get to see more of the real us, I guess. I think so too. Yeah, you don't put on, we're not putting on necessarily as much of a game face for the pod, are we? As no. we are for the radio show. Once the first joke's gone, that big gag's gone, and you have to keep talking from there, that shows some real character. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, look, we can't just throw to a song to get out of a segment. We actually have to conclude stuff and wrap it up. We have to try and wrap it up, wrap it up as much as possible. Um, I mean, the good thing with podcasting is we can edit out my little mistake that I just made then with fumbling of words although we won't Um, Stephen you've been working a fair bit I've been working heaps man genuinely basically full time Um, 38 hours last week um, 38 hours the week before by the time this podcast goes up I would have worked you know this week coming's a 48 hour week yeah um so actual ball and living a living a good life at the still no tripod (laughs) 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 still not not balling that much but yeah i've been working heaps um and you've also been pretty much full-time doing work experience and stuff like that as well yeah just for one week though Um, and that was unpaid so one of (laughs) us there's there's a clear uh monetary dynamic between Stephen and myself at the moment uh and Stephen is living the high life and your boy's scumming it out starving Uh, artists now i was more alluding to the fact of that's why there was no podcast last week yes um because both you and i were genuinely flat out it has been a busy week. Last week uh, in particular um, was was very, very hectic, but we are going to try and make this, as we've said on the show before and on the podcast before, we are most certainly going to try to do it every week. That is our goal. Uh-huh. Um, however, some weeks- We're flaky boys. <laughs> <There are exceptions. laughs> We're flaky boys. That's so us, just making these huge claims like, yep, yeah, it's going to be a two-hour podcast every week, uh, do it three times, and then do it once a month for the next six years. I feel like I'm more like, oh, we miss one, screw them, that's fine. And you're more like, I have to try and justify this yourself yeah, yeah like yeah. i feel like i sleep easier missing the commitment than you uh, yeah do. i think so too i think you're i think that's maybe that's because you've detached yourself from the podcast a little bit Stephen. 
No, I don't know. That was never attached to it. <laughs> I suppose when you're rolling in that kind of money, you're attaching yourself with other forms of, you know, Ferraris and, and Lamborghinis <laughs> and that kind of thing. You kind of uh, spend your time with your money and not your mates. Yeah, right. Fair enough. Well, how are you? Because we've kind of just brushed over that. How are you this week? <laughs> I've been pretty good. I've been pretty good. As we've said, been pretty busy. Um, but uni goes back in a couple of weeks. So, starting to get back into the swing of getting my motivation ready to go for another semester, um, as well as mixing in a bit of free time time and mucking around doing not very much yeah good, good time management i have been a bit rotten today why oh mate i had the biggest kfc feed for lunch oh. <laughs> okay and now i feel genuinely rotten like feel so bad and to be fair that could not that might not be kfc's fault because what you can eat so much of any food and you'll feel crook and i yeah. ate so much food me and my yeah. mate went halves on a family burger box yeah right and which I'm is just, for four people right yeah exactly yeah. and also also besides that as well um, obviously this is recorded Mondays goes out Wednesdays but all Sunday night it was pissing like the weather's been awful yeah. I'm feeling a bit awful it's just like I, th- I think it's all kind of piling up now if you are new to the show um, and missed the early days of the podcast um, and the early days of the radio show Stephen was an absolute KFC fiend yeah. every week <laughs> at least a couple of times a week Stephen would pop into KFC and I would always be like man that's disgusting like if I was doing that I would feel terrible and yeah. Stephen was like no, 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 no. You know, my, my body can handle it. My my joints get lubed up by the grease <laughs> the that grease. KFC provides. Uh, yep. And now that you haven't been doing it as much, it starts to hit you, right? And it, you can understand my side of the story, right? Yeah, 100%. It was bad. It was genuinely like twice a week, it was a every week for like four months. It was probably. a crippling addiction. It was pretty bad. Um, And yeah, it was bad. But the thing is, like like genuinely, you hit the, you hit the nail on the head, yep. right? Um, I built up an immunity to it and my yep. body could handle it. Yep. But as soon as I went cold turkey and stopped for a couple of months, I can't come back. I just yep. feel... And even like, I, I bite, have one bite into KFC and I'm like, I can see why I had this twice a week. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then by the end of the chicken wing, you're like, oh yeah, right. look, it's starting to kick in already, right? Feeling a bit flat. But look, hey, I'll try and provide some good content today still and be up and about. You always make me smile anyway. Well, just on this kind of topic of KFC, um, you've put down as one of the stories for this show show as polishing a turd is this going to tie into the kfc no not at all okay no look i'll I'll talk about this now because you've segued into it i was going to talk about you know how there's often two types of bars you go to Mm -hmm. and there's ones that serve the the crafty bars the upper class kind of bars they serve the crafty beers and, and it's more of an upper class kind of establishment only only the only regular kind of common man beer is swan draft on tap yeah, and then exactly. everything else is like your bougie high end like you're trying to you're stuff. asking for a description for like every beer yeah. because you've never seen it before yeah um and then there's the Kondas other is familiar for the, with those uh, <laughs> so are you and you're you so now with your with your money coming in you can nah. afford to go to the expensive rooftop bars and that kind of thing. nah not true not true um but so obviously there's that type of bar mm-hmm. and then there's your local yeah. Which your local's never one of those bars. It's yeah. just like a stingy, you know, you know all the beers on tap. Yeah. You're there literal for a beer and to get out. There's no form of entertainment or class about the establishment. Except for the TAB machines. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Now, my local was a true local, how I've just described. Yeah. It's trying to turn itself into a classy establishment. Okay. And it's just not. Yeah. Now, you've been there. We've both been there for a, for a palmy and pint before. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to name any names because I don't want to... Yeah, you don't want to rat anyone out. Yeah, exactly, sure. yeah, exactly. Yeah. But it was genuinely... Literally, you get beer, that's it. Mm-hmm. They're trying to 
promote themselves now as selling craft beers and having like a beer garden type setup. Yeah, right. I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but also like you've got 30 years of history to try and overcome here. Yeah. It's it's a dangerous game to play, I feel, because pubs like that are more prone to getting your tradies and your blokes going there for a casual schooner after work. 100%. And if you sacrifice that and become a more sort of bougie and high-end bar, you then run the risk of losing those customers and those clients like yourself. No, well, no, that hasn't stopped me. Oh, my God. How am I going to run out of this? How am I going to squirm out of this? No, it hasn't stopped me going there. I didn't go there heaps anyway. But you're right. When we went there, it was all tradies and stuff like that. It was. That. It was. And I can just imagine them all up in arms now about them yeah. not knowing any of the beers on time. And just, by the way, when we went there, that was packed that day. Yeah, and it packed was, of it tradies. Crazy. It was literally yeah, like- It was all tradies, It yeah. was like a Thursday Arvo yeah, as well was, or something. It wasn't yeah. even like a- It wasn't a Friday, Friday Arvo or, or anything Saturday. like that. Um, but yeah, look, good on them. They can try and do what they want to do, but I don't know if it's the smartest decision. And you're going to get caught out on the Stephen and Carrot show for pubs that are listening, that are looking at rebranding. Just uh, watch your back because Stephen will be out. <laughs> He's going to go hunting. And if he catches you- Steve Ozaro. He will report you. <laughs> <laughs> How good. <laughs> It's a Stephen and Carrot podcast. Woo! <laughs> Stephen, I only have little legs. Now, this can sometimes be a bit of a pain in the ass when it comes to climbing the average staircase. For those, obviously, this is an audio form of media. For those who obviously can't see me, well, I was just kind of looking at my computer, looking at what segments are coming up, and then Carrot said, I'm a man with little legs. I've never been so excited in my life. I was like, where can I, I throw some chat in I here? I saw the smile just rise up on your face, and I was like, here we go. He's yeah, I'm excited. What here. problems does it do arise then from you having well, little legs? N- not actually that many. Um, well, a few, obviously. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes I struggle to reach the top shelf, um, that sort of thing. But um, because I have, I'm, I'm a little bit shorter, people tend to um, kind of throw me away and would just kind of laugh at the idea of me taking two stairs at once, right? Yeah, well, I couldn't see it happening. You're a little boy. <laughs> I should have said anything. Now you're just playing into this whole idea of me being like four foot two. <laughs> yeah, okay. So, so people don't believe you be able to do two stairs at a time. And to be fair, like I don't think I do two stairs at a time. Safety, one stair at a time for beginners, safety first. It's, it's actually a hard task. Well, this is what I wanted to bring up on the show because I was walking with my mate... Oh, my mates, Tom and Nick. Mm-hmm. And we're walking up to the Claremont train station. Um, and I was taking two stairs at once. And I was yep. in front of the pack, got up to the top of the staircase, turned around and realized both of them were doing one stair at a time. Now, these guys are much... Oh, well, Tom in particular yeah, is, is way taller. Than well, you. well taller than myself. Yeah, I mean, double the height of our three foot one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Righto, here we go. Talk it up. Um, but I... I just presume that no one went the old one stair these days i thought everyone was was living the two stair life in our current climate you know people are constantly rushing and trying to get to their destination as quick as possible i thought it was common knowledge that you just take two stairs to be fair in general i dislike people who take two stairs at a time wow i'm like what's your rush who are you showing off to who are you trying to impress right you know like i'm in life as well i'm very happy to walk slow slow down enjoy the ride yeah i'm in no rush to get anywhere really unless there's a time constraint on it mm-hmm. you know so like unless i'm running late for something or you know i'm close that's to a panic, deadline that's when the panic comes in obviously yeah. panic comes in and then maybe i'm a two-step kind of guy yeah right but in general especially going upstairs mm-hmm. one stair at a time going down you might be able to get over two I'm the complete opposite. There is not. I will fall down if I try and do two stairs at once on the way down. You reckon? Yeah, hundred percent. 
No, but like gravity assists you. It's fine. And yeah, but if you're and you're trying to get to the bottom anyway, <laughs> so if you fall, you're just getting there quicker. Is that the point of doing two steps? Yeah, but you're also getting a fair few bruises and potential broken arms and that sort of thing as well. Yeah, that's true. Oh, I, I genuinely am shocked by this. I swear I've seen you go two stairs at once. Maybe to try and impress you. Maybe to try and keep up with you. Oh, right. I feel like although I'm quite happy, you know, taking life at a slow pace. Mm-hmm. My ego would not agree if someone was outpacing me. Yeah. I feel like I turned everything into a race. Yeah. I don't know if I talked about this on the radio show in the past or, or even on a podcast, but if I'm like at someone's house and we're both brushing our teeth, say, stay, say yeah. I'm staying there for the night and mm-hmm. we're both brushing our teeth, I have to brush my teeth for the longest. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why I have this weird egotistical thing. Yeah. But it's like, I, I feel like that would be the same if I was going upstairs with you and you were taking two. I wouldn't be like, well, well if Karen's take two, I'm not, I'm not going to stand here and take one. <laughs> I'm going to take two with, you know? <laughs> that is so contradictory to so many things that you've said because you're always like, oh, you know, express your own opinion and do what you want to do <laughs> rather than trying to impress someone. <laughs> and then you've gone and completely flipped the table. Yeah, but that's because it's like in a competitive aspect, I, I suppose. suppose. Yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like me saying I like the music you like or, or stuff yeah. like that. Because yeah. there's, there's no like competitive no aspect to that. Yeah, yeah. No exactly. Yeah, it's all objective. But like who gets up the staircase the quickest? Yeah. That's a race. <laughs> yeah, like I'm, yeah. you, you know I'm going to win that race. <laughs> well, you think you're going to win that race. Have you seen my little legs go, lad? No, <laughs> well, we'll, be, we'll be putting on bets next couple of weeks. I'll be paying $1.10, Stephen $4.50 as to <laughs> Mate, that is the, a steal. The- Jump on me. I'm telling you right now. Stephen's multi is back. Stephen's multi of the week. Um, and that's a throwback to like literally our first or second podcast where I said I was going to do a multi every week. Did one multi. It lost. I never did it again. Um, that Jeez, we were on a strong start from the very beginning, weren't we? We were making huge claims and not backing them up from the very start. It's just, yeah, no, it, it really reflects the show that we've become. <laughs> Some things just never change. Eh? We just always be this way. The Stephen and Carrot Podcast. Carrot, a while ago on the podcast, a couple episodes ago, I think it was the one with Tian even. Oh. Um, yeah, we talked about ago. smart, dumb ideas. Mm-hmm. I brought to you the idea or the segment of smart, dumb ideas. And the example I brought forward that episode was melting ice cream to make milkshakes. Yeah. Um, I was saying like the best mi- milkshake in the world would be like melted Ben and Jerry's ice cream or something like that, mm-hmm. um, which is like- a smart idea, but also dumb because it's like, obviously that's going to be a good product, but hard to sell and market and make profit and stuff like yeah, that. You can't just nick Ben and Jerry's and be like, yep, Stephen and Carrots. Exactly. It's not exactly. quite the same. Um, so it, along that wavelength, I saw a really smart, dumb idea during the week had to do with L plates on a car. Mm-hmm. So normally the L plates, they kind of go two ways. You, they have the little suction cup, which mm-hmm. holds them onto the windows, yep. or they're kind of see-through and sticky themselves, yep. and they kind of just stick onto the surface of the glass. They're the most common ones, yeah. I saw a bloke go about it another way. Right. He stuck his L-plates on his windscreen wipers. He had one on his back and on his front, and he literally just lifted up his windscreen wiper, put the L's in, closed his windscreen wipers okay. to hold them in place. Yeah. Now, obviously, this is a smart idea because it does hold it in place, and it's kind of out of your... F- field of view and stuff like that but given the current climate but obviously <laughs> I don't think I have to articulate the obvious problem <laughs> yeah. with that idea of what happens if it starts bucketing yeah. right like yeah, what, yeah, are yeah, you right. literally stopping the car to move your L plates what happens there right I I I like um, where his head's at 
but I think he could go about it in different ways. It's the whole Band-Aid solution, isn't it? You know, it like, is, yeah. He's, he's fixed the problem for now, but long term, it's it's definitely not a good idea. Speaking of bandage, bandage, Band-Aid solution, mm-hmm. this is a huge, huge tangent, but my nonno, my, my mum's dad, went and had a knee surgery yep. a couple of weeks ago, right? Now, I hope he's recovering well. He is recovering well. Now, they sometimes they put in a full new knee and sometimes they put in half a knee, so they only do oh, half of it. okay. So, on his right leg, he has a full new knee. Yeah. Um, that, and that surgery was done a couple of years ago. But this one, they, on his left knee, they only did half of it. Yeah. Um, now, he has this absolutely massive scar, which probably runs from halfway up his shin bone to the middle of his thigh. Oh, wow. So, yep. they obviously have to cut it open and kind of fold back the skin and do, yeah, do what yep. they got to do, that sort of thing. So, there's this- No keyhole surgery for a knee, eh? Yeah, no, no. You gotta, like, yeah, yeah genuinely get gotta, in there. Just got to get right up and in there. Um, so, a huge, massive scar that's running probably about 30 centimetres across the- Front, yep. front of his knee um, and he showed me I was like oh I don't necessarily want to see it but he rolled it all the way up and this huge scar and one little band-aid going across the very <laughs> middle of his knee and it was doing nothing <laughs> that's so funny I couldn't believe it I was like hey, surely I think he got it bandaged up and yeah. then he just like he was like oh that'll do you know he's, he's a bit like that he's a bit rough a bit rough as guts did he take the band-aid off to show you the scar no. Because that would have been the ultimate thing. <laughs> yeah, like, he well, takes the band aid off. He's like, you would have seen it without the band aid, right? <laughs> like, yeah, sticks it back yeah, over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. No, he didn't take the band aid off, but it was, it was a very, very huge guard covered by a small band aid. Um, back onto the topic of, of the L plates. Yep. Uh, I want to get your thoughts on something else. And this is also, on, I suppose, on a very similar line as a smart slash dumb idea. Yeah. I want to get your thoughts on it. I saw a guy the other day. Um, in a little kind of um, hatchback sort of thing. Yeah, okay. And he had green pea plates, but he slapped the green pea plate. It was a, uh, a, a, was a it? magnetic one. Yeah, oh, yeah, okay. I forgot to mention that. It's an option at the start. Yeah, okay. Yeah. There's also magnetic plates. Yep. And usually if someone's got a magnetic one, they chuck it just kind of like to the side or whatever Yeah. yeah. Um, of the bonnet. This guy, bang, straight in the middle of the bonnet, right in the guts. Oh, but that's hard to see as well. Yeah, Thoughts? Yeah, I don't like that. Just looked uncomfortable. It didn't look like it was meant to be there. That's it. Yeah, I don't like that. It, it wouldn't like match the color of his car either. I assume he doesn't have a green car. No, it was white. Yes. Yeah. Not about that. I'm not about yeah. that. Yeah. I feel like. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, besides the fact that it makes it hard to see, that like obscures the visibility of the actual pay plate. Mm-hmm. I feel like, oh, oh no, nah, screw it. He can do what he wants. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, You're right. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. it just it. Yeah, you're right. It feels awkward, doesn't it? But it looked weird. It didn't look it didn't look good. It's just like being on P place isn't something you should be super proud of either, especially not greens. Like I can understand reds yeah. wanting to show that off because you've just got your license per- yeah, potentially. Yeah. Man, there's a Did you find that there was a huge shift in dynamic when you went from your reds to your greens on your P plates? When I was on my red pea plates down in Bunbury and you drove yeah. past another red pea plater, and I think we might have potentially talked about this on a show previously. Uh, well, in Bunbury at least, and every time you drive past a red pea plate while you were on your red peas, huge, like lights on, like huge, massive oh, wave out okay. the window, acknowledge them and you'd say yeah. g'day, like, oh, look at us go in the, you know, the red pea club. Yeah. As soon as that changed to green peas, no one no one cared anymore. You'd, you'd wave to people on green peas and they'd be like, who are you? Yeah. Whereas there was like a group dynamic that like everyone that was on red peas is a sick bloke. No, I don't. I don't remember experiencing that. I do remember an exp- like experiencing a change 
um, in how people treated me when I went from L's to my reds, though, to yeah. my red P's. I feel like, and I'm the same, so I can't even <laughs> call people yeah. out for this because I know yeah. I do exactly the same. Uh-huh. But when I was on L plates, even if I was driving slow or poorly, people would give me that benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. And if I was driving slow, people would just, you know, drive around me and not say anything. And they kind of just show you that respect because you are learning. And, and there's a polite way to do it as well. Exactly. But as soon as you get your reds and you've passed that test, yeah. I feel like, all those excuses go out the door. Yeah. And I'm the same. If I get stuck behind an L plater, I'm like, ah, I'll be like hell frustrated that I'm stuck. And then the guy in front of me will overtake and I'll see that the person in the front of this queue holding up traffic is an L plater. -plater. I'm like, ah, they're an L plater, no dramas. If there's a red P plater, (laughs) I'm like, who passed your test? Who was your instructor? (laughs) I'm fuming in the car. That's so true. I'm like, who gave this bloke his license? And I'm a terrible driver anyway, so I have no leg to stand on. But people did the same to me. As soon as I got on red, I didn't get that- Stall at the lights as an L plater. Yeah. That's okay. It's fine. Stall yep. at the lights with your red P's on. No. Nah, horns abuse. for days, yeah, yeah. right? Like people <laughs> yeah. are flipping you the bird out the window. And yeah, look, it's a scarier world on your reds for sure. The amount of times that I've done something or I've seen someone do something on the road and I've been like, you're an absolute idiot, mate. Why would you do that? And then the next day I've gone and done the exact same thing and I'm like, oh yeah, no, nah, mine was mine was reasonable. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> they're the problem. It's just different circumstances. <laughs> Always going to give yourself the benefit of the doubt. You know, you got you to gotta back up yourself. Um but yeah, I, you're 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 not a bad driver. I, I wouldn't say that. I'm pretty average. I'm definitely below average. I'd say like I've been in the car with some pretty average drivers. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's a compliment. Then I'll take it. Yeah, I could. <laughs> Nothing's ever my fault. It's always the world's fault. Maybe was- you can buy a new car with all your money you got coming in. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Don't need one, mate. Just in pristine condition. I could get mine fixed. The car I have. Oh, man, Stephen's dense. Uh, yeah, you might need a little bit more money for that. Maybe you're not quite saved up for that. There's yet. a lot of dents. Nah, it shows character. It shows the story of the car. I'm happy to keep it, despite what my parents say. <laughs> Are you happy to wrap it up there, Stephen? Yeah, happy days. I reckon that was an okay pod. It probably didn't make up for a miss of pod last week. <laughs> and, no, we're not, and we're not going to do a 50-minute pod this week because we didn't do one last week. And people don't want to listen to 50 we minutes of it. We haven't got the legs for it. No one wants it. So if you don't like it, get out. <laughs> Simple as that. <laughs> love you and leave you. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, don't get out. Come back next week because um, we love to entertain you. Most certainly. We'll see you next week.